0: Hello guys, welcome to Mindset Circle episode eight. Today we have Ruby here with us who is a PT from Kent and uh, we're gonna be joined by her and talk about all things that, um, about Ruby. So Ruby without further ado, um, nice to have you here.
1: Thank you for having me. Um, hi guys, my name is Ruby. I'm 22 years old. And as mentioned before, I am a PC from Kent. I'm also a Forex trader and Instagram influencer, if you want to call it that.
0: <laughs> no, I'd definitely say you are with 30 K followers plus. I'm, I'm sure you have an influence on many people. I'm sure they follow you for a reason.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, but no, I, I saw your page and it seemed quite interesting. And I saw you, um, well, actually one of the first things that, that you've actually got posted on your highlights is um, about mental health. Um, so I wanted to know, what does mental health mean to you?
1: So mental health to me is something that is very important. I hold it very closely to me. Um, So growing up, obviously, I've had a lot of my own experience of mental health. Um, I've struggled a lot with anxiety, depression, substance abuse. And now where I've grown and healed a lot, I just thought with my growing platform, it was important to me to kind of Get across a positive message, because I feel like even though it's 2020 now, there's still a stigma behind mental health. And I started seeing a lot of mental health influencers, people who spoke about mental health and killed the stigma. And when my Instagram started growing, I was like, you know what, that is something that's really important to me. And I just wanted to create a bigger awareness around it and just be someone who kind of helps destroy the stigma that is still around mental health.
0: No, definitely. I think that's a very good thing that you're doing and you're using your pl- platform for, for something good, I guess. Because, um, you know, if you're going to build something, it's best to always do some good in the world. Um, so obviously you mentioned you had anxiety. Um, so what ta- what type of anxiety did you have? And yeah, what, ta- what was it like?
1: So saying I had is probably a bit of a lie. Anxiety is probably still something I struggle with every day. Um, so anxiety... I know it comes in many forms, and I think there is just a big judgment that, you know, like they have this stereotype of, if you're anxious, you're the person who's always in the corner of the room and doesn't talk to anyone. Mm-hmm. But that's just a big stigma kind of want to destroy. It's like, you could be the most confident person in the room and you can have anxiety. So I want to be very open about my anxiety because I think people see me on Instagram or people see me out in public being very confident and they just assume that, you know, this person can never struggle from anxiety, but you can be very confident, outspoken and loud and have anxiety.
0: No, 100%. And um, so what, what sort of ways do you do to, what, how do you deal with your anxiety? Because obviously, you know, everyone's got, um, well, everyone's got some sort of anxiety, I'm sure. Um, obviously some worse than others, but um, for yourself, what's your best way of kind of tackling it?
1: For sure. And I think a lot of people like, especially now with the whole coronavirus going on, I think it's definitely triggered anxiety in a lot of people that, you know, it's new to them as well. Um, Because we are in a time where everything is so confusing and you don't know what's going to happen next. And that does definitely trigger anxiety. But for me, I say, a lot of things that people don't look at when it comes to anxiety is simple things like lifestyle, which is why I'm very into fitness. Like even little things like getting enough sleep or cutting down on caffeine or working out, walking, like stuff like that for me helps my anxiety so much. I think if, you know, I was very sleep deprived, I wasn't eating healthy, I was never exercising, my anxiety would be 10 times worse than it is now. So I think lifestyle has such huge impact on like your mental health in general.
0: No, 100%, I agree. Um, and I'm assuming that's kind of um, that's kind of how you gone went and across the whole PT route where um, you enjoyed exercising. And is that how the PTing came about?
1: Um, it's actually um, a similar story now. Um, now I work out a lot because of my mental health, because as I said before, it does help with my anxiety and stuff. But um, originally, I got into like working out and stuff because I struggled from an eating disorder. So I haven't always had the most healthy relationship with exercising and like eating. Um, but I think over time with obviously personal development, therapy, and just getting the right help and the right influence, I've kind of turned something that was my weakness into my strength.
0: No, that's really good, that's really good. So what, 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 what sort of eating disorder did you have, if you don't mind sharing it and, if, um, and- what, what would you recommend as a good sort of diet to follow um
1: so i wasn't really put into any category but for me it was just very obsessive thoughts with what i was eating so i would eat as little as possible exercise way more than i'm eating um and just
0: sorry i've lost you there when
1: just having like a bad food group or my worth is determined by what I eat and now to be honest a big reason I went into PT is I kind of want to kill that idea and like even with fitness I think it is something that can trigger eating disorders because I know there's still something like diet culture that exists where it's like you have to have cheat days and that's like your bad day like you're cheating even the word cheat day is sort of a, a bad way to put it like for me I think you're healthy when you eat mindfully and you don't feel guilty about what you eat and you don't think because I haven't worked out today I can't eat like it's just what feels comfortable like if you want to eat this you eat it if you don't want to eat it you don't if you want to train today you train if you don't want to you don't and it doesn't matter
0: no 100% I think it's really important that you don't make yourself feel guilty if um you don't end up following the sort of plan that you set up for yourself so um when you do your plans because i know you do uh, pl- uh, fitness plans so what sort yeah. of stuff do you uh, put for your clients like in terms of like following and because um, obviously everyone lacks a bit of motivation sometimes and sometimes yeah. it's not that they can't do it sometimes they don't want to do it so how do you find that difference where do you find that balance
1: so with a lot of my clients, I always really recommend weight training and resistant training because I think a lot of girls, like in today's day and age, like a lot of us have similar goals with obviously like the stereotypical like body to one. But mm-hmm. I just think weight training in general helps you get that I- ideal, as I say with the thingies. <laughs> so it helps you get the ideal body, but it's also good for you. Like weight training has so many benefits like overall health it's so good for you um so I recommend weight training but I don't really push my clients and I've actually been criticized for that before like I've been told that like I need to push my clients I need to be more tough on them but for me when I write a plan for my client I let them be quite free with it like obviously it's important to me as a PT that they get the results but it's also important to me that if they're ill and they can't train I don't put that pressure on them or if they miss a week because they're not feeling it I don't put that pressure on them so i let them be quite
0: free with their plan no 100 percent i think that the balance is really important as well where you know sometimes you do need to put your happiness first and you need to make sure you're well mentally happy before you try and get physically happy so i completely agree with that um obviously as long as you're still staying consistent when you can um, after taking a break so yeah breaks are definitely very important so i'm assuming um do you like your rest days then
1: yeah, sometimes a bit too much.
0: <laughs> nah, <fair laughs> Turns enough. into
1: a rest week.
0: Oh, I hope that, I hope that doesn't matter, I'll get turned into a rest year. Otherwise, i will be too long.
1: <laughs> it could happen.
0: Nah, fair enough. No, it's good. It's good that you you know you're one of the actually few PTs or um, anyone who works in the fitness industry. You're one of the few people that I've actually spoken to that have actually said that you know it's not like the end of the world if you miss a day because I think everyone pushes that idea of yeah you need to go hard go hard go hard go home so it's good to get a different sort of uh, perspective on it I'm sure everyone has a different idea on it um, yeah it's really good that you put a whole different um, perspective out on that Um, and how have you found um, your journey through Instagram so as you said in the start you said you're well with a lot of hesitation you said you're an Instagram influencer Um, how have you found that How's that
1: journey been? Um, it's been crazy. I mean, I always said that like, as a joke that, oh, I'm going to be Instagram famous or like I'd just make a joke out of it. And then when the lockdown happened, I was just posting consistently and then unintentionally kind of my followers started going up. And it's kind of just like it's just grown in front of my eyes and I've kind of not caught up with it, <laughs> if that makes sense.
0: No, no, it's really good. Yeah. It's really good. It's It's good that you're taking advantage of lockdown.
1: Yeah, I think obviously, if someone told me like back in January, oh, your Instagram's going to get to this many followers, I'd be like, oh my God, wow, like that's crazy. But I think as you're in the process of it, it just feels so normal, sort of. And sometimes I do have to step back and like check in with myself and just remember that. You know, if I post a story or something, like, so many people are watching. I think I forget sometimes.
0: Yeah, you got to live a normal life as well. So sometimes you can't always think, you know. <laughs> I've got and so that's many people
1: watching. Like, people look, a- look at you on Instagram and they assume like, oh, they've got this many followers. They must be doing this and that. But it's like, I literally am so, like, I'm normal. And most influencers are. Like, I literally work a job. Like, I do my little bits on the side. You know, Instagram
0: is a really real life. No, 100%, I think a lot of people need to say that louder, to be fair, so that more and more people understand that this is this is just a highlight rule and it isn't the real world. And yeah, it's, it's good that you're pointing that out. So what sort of experience have you had um, coming through Instagram? Like, um, has it all been positive? Have you experienced any negatives? How's it been?
1: I mean, I'm very lucky because of the time I do get a lot of positivity like I get a lot of positive DMs and positive comments but I think it is just a price to get trolled and hated on an Instagram so I definitely have had my fair share of you know hateful DMs or hateful comments especially being an Indian girl like the way I dress and the fact that I have tattoos I get a lot of comments on it but um, I think I'm very lucky that I'm thick skinned and I kind of brush the comments off or, you know, but it definitely is something that like, if you're looking to be an influencer, it's like a lot of people don't realise that it does come with a price of, you know, there's not, not everyone in the world is a good person. Some people are hateful and some people do troll and they don't care how it affects you. No, 100%. And that,
0: how, how has it affected you? So you said you're thick skinned. Uh, but what, what what sort of ways can it
1: affect someone? Yeah, um, I'm thick skin, but I'm not perfect, definitely. Like, sometimes I will read a comment and I'll be like, oh, like, that's not very nice. But um, obviously, it's that anything like bullying on social media or in, or in real life. I couldn't get my words together then. <laughs> yeah, so bullying in general, it's like it can knock your self-esteem down. Like if you constantly have people telling you like the way you are is bad or like, you're this and that. It's like whatever your mind is being fed with, you sort of start to believe it. Sometimes, right?
0: No, hundred percent, hundred percent. You know, it can it can take a toll on even the most uh, mentally strong person. So, I definitely agree. So, if anyone is listening to this, who is literally just listening to this, to find a reason to hate, just don't hate, appreciate.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Basically, um, no. That's that's really interesting. Um, so, um, what, what sort of hate have you had due to your tattoos? That's that's a very strange. I think. Everyone in the world, pretty much, has that. To be fair, even my grandmother has a tattoo.
1: Yeah. Oh, she's cool. I'm friends with her. I just get, I wouldn't say it's really hate, hate, but I just get some people kind of telling me I'm not Indian. Like they're like, oh, you're not actually Indian, or like you're a fake Indian because you've got tattoos.
0: i don't think there is a there is a guideline for being indian that includes anything about tattoos but if I there is a rule book it. if there's a rule book i would definitely like to be pointed out to it as well so no I need definitely to read. <laughs> that's good too for you to point out so if you are someone who is listening and um you are getting hate for something that you're doing that it's not common you know don't feel bad you're not alone it's just normal some people don't In like yourself no 100 um and okay this is probably one of my favorite things actually want to know about you said you have you have a dog you have a yes. dog can you tell me what breed is it
1: it is a german Shepherd husky so he's a big dog
0: <laughs> oh wow is he big I, 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 how tall are you
1: i'm five six and if he jumps he can put his paws on my shoulder and be my same height <laughs> he
0: can probably take you out has it been having a dog how, how long have you had him
1: Um, I've had him for four years now. Honestly, anyone listening who wants to get a dog, do it. Don't worry about what your parents are saying. Don't blame me after, but...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just just asking for a few more trolls to just...
1: (laughs) Disclaimer.
0: No. uh, uh, What what sort of effect... Why are you recommending a dog? What sort of effect has a dog had on you?
1: Um, Funny story. Not that funny, but um, (laughs) my parents actually got the dog for me because... When we got him, I was struggling a lot with my mental health. So they thought a dog would help. And I can say 100% it does help. Um, It's actually crazy the effect that animals can have on your mental health. Like, my dog is like my best friend. And I just have a very strong connection to animals. So I could be having the worst day ever. And I'll just sit by my dog and I'll just feel happy. Because it's like you get that unconditional love. And I think as humans, we don't get a lot of unconditional love from other humans. Like I think love is very conditional when it comes to humans, but animals like they can't judge you based on certain things. Like they just know that you love them, so they love you.
0: No, yeah, that's really good. So, uh, how was it when you first when, when they first brought him home? How was the first few weeks? Um, you
1: still remember? <laughs> um, he did his business everywhere, <laughs> so that was very stressful. But um. It's crazy how quick you'll build an attachment to an animal. Like, you'll literally feel like it's your baby. Like, I remember taking him to get his jabs done, and I remember he shrieked, and I felt like a mum. I was like, oh, my God, my child! <laughs> but it's stressful, but it's so worth it.
0: Yeah, 100%. And what, what sort of things has your dog taught you in the last four years?
1: Um, I think it's weird, because, like, you think it's just an animal, but they do actually teach you a lot of, like, unconditional love, and it's just, like dogs need like so little to be happy it's like you walk them feed them whatever and they're just happy with like the basic things and it's like i think as humans it's so easy to become materialistic but i think having a dog and seeing like they're so grateful for like the little things it makes you think you know well
0: 100 i definitely i definitely agree at least you got a dog about it's been about three months now to two months uh, and Not um, I couldn't, yeah i couldn't have made a better decision so that's why i really wanted um i'm really interested to find out more about your dog and uh what, what's your typical daily routine with your dog how, um, how do you, how do you work?
1: um so my mum's very good with my dog she's actually actually never wanted to get a dog but that's why I was saying like, if your parents say no, just do it. Because my mom did not want the dog. She was willing to give him away in like the first two days. But I'm very lucky. My mom usually feeds him, but I'm mostly in charge with my dad to take him on walks. So usually during the daytime, he just does his own thing. And then I'll take him for his daily walk. And then at night, I'll literally just sit with him, brush him. It's actually quite easy once you get past the puppy stages. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that, that's really good. And how have you found your mental health develop over the time? Obviously, you said you were struggling at the start. It was like four years ago uh, when you were 18, now you're 22. How, how how's the whole transition been in terms of your mental health with the,
1: with the dog? It's been amazing. I actually think sometimes it would be so different if he wasn't there because it's like, even if no one's home or no one's there to talk to, it's like you have the dog who's always with you 24 seven. It's like I'll be upset, and I'll, I can just go sit with him, and it will just lift my mood right away. So I think having him there has definitely been like having a little best friend.
0: No, I understand. I'm sure the company is amazing. And uh, what about any um, illnesses and stuff? Has, has the dog gone for any of that? Um, how's that been?
1: Sorry, my dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's he's all right. He He's one of those dogs that will kind of just eat a slug if he sees one. <laughs> So he did get ill for a bit, but he was alright. But other than that, he's a strong dog. We just need to kind of stop him from eating random stuff that he finds in the garden.
0: Oh, good, good, good luck with that. That's no, that's never gonna
1: happen.
0: No, <laughs> this, this is something you can't stop. Um, but no. Um, Okay, going back to uh, your Instagram, obviously. Um, so what sort of con- content do you post? What, what, I know you post a lot of mental health um, advice and your story and a lot of workouts. What else do you actually post on your Instagram? Um, what's your kind of angle? Uh,
1: yeah, so I post obviously about mental health. I like to post quotes, so I like motivational quotes. Um, I try and throw in some spirituality in there because I'm very spiritual myself um and i just like aesthetically pleasing places so i just post like a nice room or like certain locations in the world that i think are beautiful i just try and keep it very like good vibes
0: no that's that's really good and i think um i think hopefully people that do follow you get that sort of vibe and they actually embrace it and well more supportive and they join the 99.9% hopefully coming coming along in the future as well as you go grow to 100k and beyond So, yeah, hopefully, fingers crossed for that. Uh, I know you said you like motivational quotes. I'm going to ask you this one thing, uh, one last thing. What is the one quote or one piece of advice you wish someone gave you, or this one piece of advice that you live by? What's that one thing?
1: There's actually so many. Um, I actually posted one of my favorite ones today. I'll probably word it the same, but how I said with getting hate and being thick skinned and just Mm -hmm. life in general. Um, I'll try and put it word to word as it was on my story, but the more you know yourself, the less you care about what other people think. And okay. I think a lot of people don't realise that with motivation, if you've got your own back, like that's all the motivation you need.
0: i no, 100%. 100%. And I think that's literally the number one support you can have, apart from a uh, uh, GSD and a husky who's literally by your side. I yeah, with, I kind of don't want to mess with someone with a dog like that. <laughs> yeah, but that's really good. It's been really refreshing speaking to you and it's good that you've been very open about a lot of things like your anxiety, about the hate you've received um, and your mental health. So it's really good to see that you're obviously doing better and better with it through the years and you find different ways of conquering it and hopefully anyone who has has listened to this can reach out to you or ourselves and uh, if they need any tips and advice otherwise they can also follow follow the stuff you do post and hopefully that helps them um so yeah it was lovely speaking to you
1: yeah lovely speaking to you thank you so much for having me
0: it was our pleasure so until next time take care guys and god bless